0: All right, welcome to another episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. I am thrilled to be here once again and to have you listening. You know what an honor it is, really, I'm grateful. Grateful and appreciative that you've tuned in. And I don't know how long you've tuned in, but let me know how long you've been listening to the show. If you're new, if you've been around here, this is our sixth year of the podcast. We're at episode, I don't know, 230 something. Um, Hey, we got a private Facebook group just for y'all listeners. So go over to Facebook and type in Mortgage Marketing Radio, 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 the podcast, and uh, we're gonna be doing lives in there. I'm going live. Ask me any things where you get your questions answered. And uh, so look for that to be coming soon. You gotta be in the Facebook group though for uh, you to get access. And I'd love to hear how long you've been listening to the show over at Facebook there. Whoop, whoop, there you go. Okay, see so one other thing. So the list, listen, let me just tell you straight up. The market's shifted, you know that. We've moved from a refi-dominant market to a purchase-dominant market. And you want more purchase business and you want likely more referrals from real estate agents. But the challenge is, so do a lot of other loan officers. A lot of other loan officers have shifted and they're now going after the same agents you're going after and it's challenging to get attention, to rise above the noise, to stand out, to get an agent to take your call, to call you back. What do you do? Therefore, you need a solution. And that's what we've provided for you is the My Agent Classes platform. Imagine a plug and play turnkey educational platform that puts you front and center in your local market to attract agents every single month like clockwork to drive awareness, engagement, and conversion to referral partners, that's what it does. You wanna learn more, you go to mortgagemarketing.pro, everything's there for you to learn more and if this is right for you, and I know it's not right for everybody and that's okay, but if there were a better way for you to attract, capture and convert real estate agents and get referrals from them, I would be talking about it. So please go check out mortgagemarketing.pro and see if that's for you there. Okay, so my special guest this week, long time coming, been chasing this guy down for quite a long period of time, and this is how it goes with successful people. They're busy, by the way, right? And so persistence pays off. So who am I talking about? My special guest on this episode is... Zachary Faust and Zachary uh, has come on the scene in a big way in a lot of the spaces of real estate. He's a real estate agent in uh, Delaware. And just to give you the quick uh, little snapshot on him, he has amassed uh, over 1.6 million followers on TikTok over 45 uh, followers on Instagram in 2021 uh, on TikTok alone he sent and or received a combined total of 250 referrals to other real estate agents in Delaware and around the country. From that, a, uh, I believe it's 143 transaction closed just from those referrals just on TikTok. That's not, that's not all his business, right? And so I wanted to have Zachary here. Number one, if you're a real estate agent listening to this, right? Get ready to take notes, get ready to come back and play this again. If you're a mortgage loan professional, this is applicable to you and share this episode with an agent that you want to make an impact with, because I can guarantee you what Zachary is sharing on this episode, what he is revealing about how he is generating quality, leads, quality prospects through Google pay-per-click, through TikTok, through Instagram, through social media, part of his strategy and plan and some of the tools and resources he shares on this podcast, this is your entree mortgage professional to add value to your real estate agents. So I'm excited to bring Zach to you. I know you're going to enjoy this interview as much as I have, and I'd love to get your feedback on it. If you like this review a lot, hey, leave us a review. There should be a link in the show notes to everything we mentioned here today. Everything you hear Zach talk about, there'll be links in the show notes for you to go check out everything we've just mentioned. And without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Zachary Faust. Yes, sir. Welcome. My guy. You know what? We need to do this for you. Right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> the Metallica crowd we got going in the background. I love it. Okay, so uh, this has been a long time coming because we're both super busy, but I appreciate you making time. Let's make the best of this for our listeners where do I start? I start with this. You are actually part of a presentation. You don't even know this yet, but um, I teach a lot of classes to real estate agents as mm-hmm. do some of my loan officers around the country. And one of the classes we're teaching lately is the social media trends for 2022. And of course, we're mentioning TikTok in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got you on a slide in TikTok <laughs> <laughs> with a screenshot of your of your TikTok you know, last yeah. scrape I had at of what 1.6 million followers when I last grabbed it And uh, dude, you told me, let's just get right after it. You you told me a figure of back and forth last year, 2021, of the amount of referrals that were sent back and forth. Mm Do you remember what that number
1: was? Yeah, it's about 125 plus.
0: Okay. So 125 referrals went back and forth. Mm -hmm. Of those, though, a certain amount closed, right?
1: Oh, yeah. A a very large amount. Oh, geez. Now you're asking for old numbers. I have last...
0: You want to tell me what you said was actually was 250 referrals back and forth and 140 closed.
1: Oh, yeah. So the actual number ended up being 143 closed. I stopped telling people uh, overall referrals. I just started telling people closed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So 125 plus is what I had on my presentation for the longest. And Then we recounted it was 143 that actually made it to a closing table referral check sent out. Um, and quite honestly, it's been amazing because a lot of those agent agent relationships have led to one of the most beautiful things of all time is we now have agents that are joining off of other out-of-state agents referral, um, family, friends, all that fun jazz. So we're now growing internally where we're having a lot more internal deals. And it's it's awesome when to see.
0: When you say joining, you're talking about Loft Realty?
1: Yes. Yeah. We are a team within a brokerage, no individual agents. Uh, and we are with team and staff about, about 27 uh, we just hired on our last agent, so, um, so we're growing.
0: So you've got people seeing your content, seeing what you're doing, and they're like, "Hey, I want part of that." Whatever he's doing,
1: I, I, essentially, it, it's, it's it can be a mixture of a bunch of things. It's not always me. Um, and and most of what makes everything go at this point isn't me. Um, it's it's the amazing vision and the and the amazing amount of work and the attention to detail that everybody on the team gives toward their actions. It's it's. It's incredible because I know what it's like to work for someone else's vision and, and how the motivation is different. And so, for all of us to just be interwoven and really chasing after the same thing is really uh, incredible, honestly. Um, so, a lot of the people that end up really joining and sticking are the people who just fall in love with the chemistry, fall in love with the just culture we've built. And that really has nothing to do with me, it has everything to do with them and just the reciprocation. And it's, it's amazing. Are you just in Delaware right now? Yeah, we are focusing just in Delaware. I have agents asking me to expand into Jersey, PA and Maryland and Virginia because we have them and they're getting their reciprocatory licenses. And they're like, can we hold it? I'm like, no, but yeah, um, it, it will take a certain amount of agents looking to make that move to yeah. afford what it would cost to have a broker do it. Yeah. Um, or it'll just take a broker jumping on and saying, hey, I want to open your state. But right now we're just focused on Delaware. Sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, and of course you're dealing with the the daily business of just managing
1: what's in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's there is the absolute madness of the of my life. Yes,
0: yeah, Your life, the market, right? You're obviously yep. a parent, I believe, right? Yes, so
1: absolutely. Got a, got a
0: full plate, but still make time to be able to create amazing content and build up, you know, plus million followers on uh, TikTok, uh, forty eight thousand plus on on uh, on Instagram. And I'm not like a numbers whore guy or whatever. It's like it's not about that, but yeah. Clearly, that's respectable. People are following you for a reason. Thank you, man. What, I, what I'm curious about is of the the 140, let's say 143 uh, back and forth over TikTok. Um, how does that compare to, or what percentage of this of that is local business, right, closed in your backyard?
1: Oh, that's a great question. So we have a lot that come from military. Uh, I, I I I'm better in myself. Deployed better in a lot of the stories that I tell on TikTok, um, kind of revolve around that. Uh, it's usually military, Department of Correction, or real estate, um, and then of course getting kicked out of a cl- Planet of fitness is somewhere mixed in there. But um, <laughs> which I'm now back at and do work out at very very quietly. I'm just headphones in. I just I use the water fountain. I don't even bring in a bottle anymore because part of me feels like I lose every time I walk in there. I'm like, they beat me. I'm back. I've succumbed to their demands. So I'm like, I don't even bring a bottle because I'm like, I feel if I walk in with this tiny ass little bottle.
0: I don't even know the story. I heard some reference. What's the, do you want to go there or not? Do you want to move on? It's a
1: longer story. Uh, It's on my TikTok, but basically I had a gallon water jug that I got from like Wawa, a local gas station. Um, And they didn't, like it. And uh, so I was like 10 minutes into my cardio, guy comes over says, hey, you got to get off. And I'm like, no, I'm drinking. I And this was COVID with tre- every other treadmill. So I just had it seated on the treadmill next to me, the little grippy part. So I was like, he's like, it could be a tripping hazard. And then I looked at the treadmill that no one was legally allowed to step on according to their rules. And like, I was like, and then at one point he went to reach to grab it. And that's when I kind of like moved. I was like, okay, dude, I was playing. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. And then basically uh, it came down to they were going to call the police where I had to leave and I left. And and then I made a video about it on TikTok. And then I got a call from like big Planet of fitness. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. And I got a sponsorship from Gallon. I got a sponsorship from Gallon Gear. They're up there too um, because Gallon Gear saw it and they make stuff for Gallon water jugs. And they're like, we love this. <laughs> that's awesome. So
0: it was cool. Uh, Oh my God! What a, that's yeah the absurdity of what that person did. We can go on about that, but um,
1: all but, right. but going back to the military yeah. side of things, yeah, we get we get military referrals. We've had Louisiana, uh, Germany, England, San Francisco, Alaska, all the way Delaware. over Delaware. Exactly. Yep. Right. So we have a large military following already on TikTok. So we're yeah. just kind of thought of. So when they get the call, hey, you're going to Dover, Delaware, and they're like, oh Delaware, oh <gasps> I know that guy on TikTok. So um, those are cool too
0: because um, I have gotten to work up getting in, in your radar. You know what I mean? Military are you using like, you know, tell me that's the secret, man. What do you mean? Well, I mean, military, how do military are, are using, I'm taking hashtags or whatever. No,
1: it's just the content. It's just my content, my genuine content, so you know, the, figuring it out. It, yeah. It's, but it's also about the content. It's not, I wouldn't say it's about the algorithm because you can know everything about the algorithm just because you know everything about the algorithm does not mean you're good at the oh, algorithm. Yeah. Like
0: content. Yeah.
1: Like I know a shit ton about golf oh, a lot. Okay. Oh, I love golf. I know a lot. I could watch a match and I could tell by a setup if it's going to be a draw or fade or why that went higher, 100%. Put me on a golf course? <laughs> no. We're 50-50 most times. Really? Okay. All right. <laughs> so just because you know it, doesn't mean you know what to do with it. So, the big thing about the military side is I attracted the audience by putting out the content, not by shaping the algorithm to give me that audience. Now, did I use hashtag military and hashtag army? Hash- yeah, absolutely. But did I do that for every video? No, only the content I wanted them to see. And that's what people don't understand about hashtags is hashtags are built on short form video to help the content find the right audience, mm-hmm. not to help your audience find the content. Mm-hmm. People think of it, it's like, oh, you press it and you see all the videos that use it. Yeah, that's one thing. But the more powerful thing is the automation behind it is now going in and looking for, okay, you said hashtag basketball. Well, seven other people that usually like hashtag basketball like this one too. So let's find 700 others right. and then you know throw them in front of it. Oh, 60, 100, you know, and that's how it works. Okay. And that's how they determine who needs to see your content. And then if you do four, five, six, seven, eight, nine military videos that really rock, guess what? Next time you post anything, who are they most likely going to put you in front of? Which now means you have a better off the jump audience, you have a better quick start into the algorithm, and a better chance of going viral. So yeah, and I have a springboard now. Anytime I talk about military or Department of Corrections to go viral, I mean,
0: yeah, it's yeah. what I call art and science. You
1: know, it's it's exactly exactly. I, I call that's a beautiful point because it, it's the art is what I love about it, or what I'm good at. But the data and the algorithm is what I love.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Do you, love- you do a deep dive though on the data?
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm a nerd for, it. I know way more about my data than I'll ever conceptually think about as I'm making a video.
0: Well, that's good though, that you're able to discern the two because, and then you know this very well, but I've heard other people say, you know, if you're trying to trick the algorithm, whatever or game it you're mm-hmm. not because ultimately yeah. at the, end of the day it comes down to good quality content.
1: There's a big difference between gaming the algorithm and gaining gaming psychology. Okay. I love to game psychology. Like I love 29 seconds through a video saying something so quickly, so off cuff. And so like, whoa, what did he just say? To make right. people th- think, okay, I'm going to go and check the comments real quick. Meanwhile, I know the video ends at 35 seconds. And I know I'm going to automatically probably get a rewatch because they're going to spend that last five to seven seconds looking in the comments to confirm what they heard is what they actually heard. And then boom, rewatch. There's like little stuff like that I'll game. I won't sit and think, well, if I make a four second video with a lot of text, they'll have to read it. No, because no one's going to like it. No one's going to comment on it. No one's going to share it. No one's following you because it's also reading that stuff too. So if TikTok sees, oh, huge 100% watch time, 110% watch time, zero followers, two likes, four hate comments. Yeah, we're probably not pushing that one so that you can't game it.
0: But that's interesting. It makes me think of somebody who shall go nameless, but I know, um, they get, they have the videos on Instagram. They get mad views on Instagram. They, Mm -hmm. they they have videos on YouTube. I'm not going to say they're, they're, they're exact. It's kind of like that pillar content. Then they micro it down to Instagram, Sure, but they have like 10,000 subscribers on YouTube Mm -hmm. watches. like their watch volume is like so small, a hundred. Oh
1: yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, Loft Realty is the same exact way. And it's it's the reason why we're launching a new YouTube channel. Now, I don't know how this particular person you're mentioning got their subscribers, but we got ours on accident. I got mine because I went viral on TikTok so often that people would look me up, find our real estate page. And honestly, it's kind of trashed our YouTube page because now the algorithm is jacked up because the audience is All over the country and from all different age groups and stuff like that. So we're actually creating a new one um, because our ours is terrible. So I don't know how they went to acquire it, but subscribers does not mean watches anymore. Uh, It's subscribing is is becoming is coming down in stock Mm -hmm. to coming close, in my opinion, to the follow. Like it's getting there. It's still more valuable than a follow, but it's getting there. And there's plenty of people. Who will watch YouTube and never subscribe to anything? and they could be on it every single night. but so it's also something that's just not gonna be a part of anybody for anything. Like right. they don't care who they're watching. they're just they don't think to subscribe. They know that YouTube's algorithm is so good that the four to five things I always watch it's always whenever you post something, it's gonna be my recommended. Yeah, so it's true. Which means if they have lots of subscribers and they have a low uh, view count, either A, their SEO sucks, or B, their content sucks, or C, all the above.
0: Well, th- what I'm hearing in the, in this, and I heard somebody say this as well the other day regarding um, screwing up YouTube specifically, screwing up mm. the algorithm... In that you know what are you what are you teaching the algorithm to do right to your point about youtube is if you've if you got people coming from all over the country or real
1: exactly. estate.
0: exactly it was a youtube trainer in the real estate space i was watching and he was like don't share your youtube videos to other agents and this and that and this because you that's know, not what you want you want people in your backyard to be watching don't
1: put it i don't want it on facebook I, I want organic Facebook videos on Facebook. I don't want it on Instagram. I want, I don't, not like a little link, go check it out. I want organic Instagram on Instagram. Like, yes, you're going to slowly start cross-populating as you grow. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to push YouTube on Facebook, that's basically like selling a Big Mac and Burger King. <laughs> yeah. Well, Burger gonna King ain't going to rock with it. So <laughs> you're not going to get pushed on their algorithm. Do you right. think that the number one competitor for long form video for them, other than Netflix, you think posting a link on their platform, you think they're going to push it? No, you have no chance. That's why there's a Facebook video tab. That's only organic Facebook video.
0: All right. Let me ask you this then. Seeing as yeah. we're, what, what's your take then on pushing your TikToks to Instagram and it's got the TikTok logo?
1: Well, so of of recent, it's an issue of this, it was late December, early January, where they finally came out to the creator's account and said, hey, look, we are now going to start limiting the view uh, ability or the reach ability of your reels if other social media platforms, logos are present, which, okay, TikTok, but I guess they're covering their tracks for, you know, Snapchat spotlight and all this different stuff. You never know, right. Exactly. So. Um so now yes and basically what the rule of thumb is is it's going to go out to your following uh, a certain percentage of it but it's not all of it yeah. and it has zero chance of being seen on public facing um, reels. So it's, your advice at this point is don't do it. Yeah, 100%. Go to snapchick.com. it'll remove it. You just get copy it in, it removes the coded data into the video and it removes the logo. Um the only issue you'll run into with Snaptic is it slightly alters the audio. It like a little puts it, it, yeah, it's a little off by like 0.5. So I use an app called InShot to kind of extract the audio, rip it back a little bit. But that's getting a little bit more complex. But as far as as far as any uh, people listening out there that want to repurpose, that's the easiest strategy.
0: So, do you speaking of strategy? That's what I wanted to ask you about. Do you have a strategy? meaning how you approach your content and distribution?
1: Um, so I have a strategy toward, so I'll be very honest with you. At the time of us speaking, I'm on a bit of a content hiatus. Um, not that I'm not posting content. I am. I, I put out like 17 stories yesterday. It's not a part of my day-to-day game plan right now. Mm. And, and the reason being is because we're making a huge push on the machine, you ask, you know, what kind of systems and what kind of flows do I have? Well, I do have my flows, and I do have my my you know my pathways I normally follow, my my systems. But as of right now, I'm not pushing anything into the beginning of it. I'm just kind of letting it stall out while I work on the other stuff, um, because there's different avenues to the business right now. We're doing a really large scale on our paid marketing. Um, So I'm keeping a deadly eye on that. We're launching new landing pages. We're generating seller and buyer leads uh, more than 1,300 a month last month um, and trending upwards. We're hoping to hit 1,500 this month, Uh, four ISAs, 20 agents, uh, video staff. So there's other things to monitor other than just my own personal content. But what I would say, my bare minimum is I'm always reaching out. And that's why I think what people have with social media is so backwards is even on the days where I'm not going to put out content, it's still a bar none must has to happen that I'm interacting and engaging with people, that I'm getting back to DMs, that I'm reacting to people's stories, that I'm going through and liking stories, I'm liking people's posts, commenting, responding. I'm getting in there and I'm being social and right. that's what they care much more about. So um that's kind of my 100% got to do structured system. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for things like video checklist, I have those. I have systems like, okay, when this gets edited by this person, it goes here, gets redistributed there. But it's a bit more on a team level than an individual agent level.
0: In regards to the ads, I didn't catch what you said. Did you say you're doing, what's the focus of the ad? Is it first-time homebuyers? buyers
1: uh, no, actually. Uh, so uh, we have a few different campaigns. Uh, we have a Google Ads pay per click campaign that's attracting buyers to our website for search um, and lead capture. We have uh, middle of funnel uh, ads that are display ads on Google and YouTube ads that they see once they've interacted with something. With the same system, yep, we have the same system set up on Facebook and Instagram to where if they have a certain amount of interaction, follow, like something. They're going to see that as well. Our pixel and our tag are intertwined. We talk about
0: custom audiences then, pretty much on Facebook,
1: Instagram. Yeah, the custom audience. Yeah, that's the only thing we use Facebook for. We do not go cold ever. Um, It's the dumbest. If if you are thinking, should I run Facebook? No. If they are not coming from another source, or I mean, you just have to understand, you won't get leads. You brand. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong you can brand right. but you should be branding to and no I'm actually going to recant that you should still be remarketing sure, you should okay. still be turning on the like the person seeing your branding video should be facebook likers and friends of their likers okay. and friends of the likers like it, it should be always just trying to grow stop trying to like patch here patch there patch here patch here like grow out um so facebook and instagram should always be remarketing. They should already already have seen you, interacted with you. You should have some proof they're interested or or that they're interested in you, if not homes, like something. Don't just say zip code go. If you're going to go cold, do you lean more towards PPC? So that's not cold.
0: Well, yeah. Okay. Fair that's enough. That's a middle
1: of fun. They have to search a certain phrase. Then yeah. they're presented 12 to 14 different I mean, options. They, they, they click. Know.
0: Yeah. They don't know you is what I mean. Yeah.
1: And for anyone wondering what PPC is, that's when you make a search and you click on something. Now, let me tell you why these are my favorite leads right now. And this is in this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. The Data. best lead source right now. Data. All right. So check this out. So a Zillow lead, right? Yeah. What's a Zillow lead have to do? And, we, and we'll and we we'll pay what? It's like 125 to 150 bucks for a Zillow lead, somewhere in that range, most areas. So they have to log on, search Zillow area. okay? Zillow area. Zillow comes up. They click on Zillow. They go on to Zillow. They search on Zillow. Then they get to a home. They click on the home. They want it and throw on the home or they have to force registration. Boom. Lead. Five, five, six, yeah. All right. And then, yeah, five steps. Let's talk about PPC. Mm-hmm. So number one, and and there's an extra step at the beginning i 'll explain why. Number one, they go to Google, they type in Zillow Delaware they're presented with an with the option to click on Zillow and choose not to and instead are clicking on my ad. I count that as a third action mm-hmm. because one of our number one PPC uh, search criteria is Zillow our area um, we're running one hundred and forty one of them, but that's one of our top performers so When they go and click on that, they're then going to our site. They're shown homes immediately. They're then clicking on a home. They're then given the registration form. Because again, in Zillow, it's, hey, do you want to give us your info? On my site, it's give us your info. (laughs) Give us your info or get out, kind of. So again, I would say a little bit of a higher level of motivation because now it's like, hey, give us your info to show us you're motivated or get out. Mm -hmm. So- so, so I'd say there's a little right. bit more motivation in these leads.
0: You're requiring an opt-in to get access to view homes.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we're reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. And right now, the cost per lead, not cost per click, cost per lead all in is $9.68 a lead hmm. with a similar amount of motivational triggers that had to, be go, that had to go through versus a 100. Zillow versus a Zillow lead. It's 100. You see where I'm going there. So even yeah. if it is off a little bit, Sure. We're still we're still talking twelve X.
0: And you got ISAs, I think you said on that as well. Yep. Yep, four of them. And plus you're doing probably the email, the texting, all that jazz.
1: Yeah, that we work through active campaign. I go a little bit outside of the real estate world, frankly. Real estate tech is a little bit outdated. Um, so I went straight to active campaigns episode sponsored by follow-up boss. <laughs> oh, well, no, that's a great one. You mentioned one I love. I I'm actually going to be on follow-up Boss's <laughs> podcast in, uh, April. If you're hearing this, I love follow-up boss. No, we, we use fo- the tech. I would shout out right now. If anyone's frustrated with real estate tech is follow-up boss Sisu, my boy, Mac Hill just jumped over to see love them. They're startup for data tracking active campaign for, uh, Emails, text, voicemails, so many automations. Uh, Zapier for digital glue. Um, Lift off agent for a website, incredible. Um, I know there's Agent Image, all these other, but they're just the whole package and for a great price. Um, I'm not sponsored by any of these people, by the way. Um, and but I would listen to offers. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other tech that we use that I really, really like. Uh, Click Funnels, I use them for. Uh, I use them for all things landing pages. Right. Canva for design—that's simple. Everyone uses Canva, um, but every like just as a whole, real estate tech is just
0: yeah not good. It can be clue, cool. yeah, for sure. Um, hey, I got something new out of that. Thank you. I'm going to look up liftoff agent because I get agents asking uh, me about you know most most agents' websites are from the 80s.
1: Oh, dude, and and here's the thing: the the other thing that lies behind that evil is another evil. Because now there's so many sites out there. They're like, look at our sparkly, shiny mutt, and the SEO and everything else behind it sucks and it's bad. And you can't customize shit. You can't. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. Can't customize stuff. You can't. uh, There's not a lot of good back end stuff. The automations are trash. The IDX isn't good. Um, and specifically. I'm actually working on the back end with them on a product where we could actually build the ads campaign that's doing so well for us for people that work with liftoff. So that's another thing too. So um I'm gonna check that. Yeah, I, I love them. They're 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 my people, love their energy.
0: Are you or have you done anything with Google local service ads?
1: Yes and yes. We get about
0: 30 to
1: 25 to 30 leads a month. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: And does it look to be saturated in your area?
1: Oh, absolutely. There's 97 of them, but if you Google us, I mean, we may we may not come up initially because it's a consistent rotating roulette. When we are in the roulette, we tend to win. We're one of the top six um, rated um, profiles, um, and as actual profiles like teams, um, we're number one actually in the entire state um, right. for teams. Yeah, there's a couple of individual agents and one brokerage. Um, brokerage bought theirs a thousand percent. Uh, they bought all of a sudden got 200 within a month. Um, and they're all from Spanish accounts. Yeah, a thousand percent. People don't think I keep an eye on their shit. I, I don't talk about it, but I keep an eye on it. And I know when you're winning and I know when you're pretending to win. Um, I love
0: this because uh, I get to I get to check against uh, you know, somebody who you, you who's real smart with data with social and like I get to vet out what's real, what isn't.
1: Um, oh man, you want to know why I got off clubhouse.
0: Uh, yeah, please. I, I have my own answer. That,
1: I'd love to hear you. That I can I when I tell you, what's Clubhouse?
0: No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> so I rocked with Clubhouse heavy. Yeah, I remember when it Clubhouse. started. Mm-hmm. And and I hate I hate to sit here and, and talk like I make like just because I made my own prediction true, but I did because when it started, like I when I, I dude I got on December of 2020. Yep. yep. Like this thing just birthed. In October and was only in the music industry, just got into corporate world like early December. My boy Tim Macy in Texas said, Zach, here's your new social media platform. He said, I, I didn't know who to give this to, but I know you're gonna actually do something with it. So here you go. And I did. Day two, I was in a room with Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Wiz Khalifa, yeah, yeah, yeah. and two chains. It had, a, it had 102 people in it. Wow. And I was invited on stage and I'm sitting here and I'm listening and they're talking about real estate and 2 changes, is a really big real estate investor. Wiz was talking, asking questions, ties of front for money laundering and grants a genius. So there's all these different things going on and I'm sitting here. I'm like, it would cost 10 grand, 20 grand just to be in a room for 20 minutes with one of you right. for whatever respective thing. And I'm just sitting here for free. Listening to you talk about like real stuff, like yeah. stuff that they, the, stuff the C-
0: they don't normally share. Yeah, like
1: I just talked with my CPA about this. Actually, they said it was this because the percentages move this way when it splits through an LLC as opposed to a S corp with a trust. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: Oh yeah.
1: Okay, whiz. Like, like you know, like so. Yeah. And and then as it started getting into the real estate world, one thing I said, I said, this is going to get saturated is going to get saturated big time. They're going to keep inviting, keep inviting, keep inviting and then it's not going to be high level content anymore. And it's not. And there's so many people out there talking about every which thing, especially about social media, cuz exactly. it's so easy to be a guru on something that no one knows about because you can just say whatever you want. And that's what was happening a lot and it's frustrating. So, I didn't want to be lumped into that group. So, I kind of re I was on there today actually of all day- of all days. I haven't been on a while. I got invited talked for about 15, 20 minutes and jumped off. Interesting.
0: they're still um, bringing in together uh, crowds and an audience?
1: Yeah. It was uh, Yeah, like 72. I know Glenda Baker, German Hernandez, uh, Ray Allen. I know they do really well. Matt LaMarche. They're consistently on there. They're always bringing value. They're always pushing. I love it. It's just for me, it's just personal choice. It's nothing against the app or the people on it.
0: Yeah. For me, it's bandwidth, man. It's just like... I don't
1: have to There's talk. a lot of time. There's like a lot of time, company, yeah.
0: That was a no-brainer, like sit there mm-hmm. in COVID and have a drink or something,
1: you know, and do all that. But, yeah, it, yeah. it's one of those things. You keep one AirPod in, you work on something else. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's kind of like listening to a podcast, but a little bit different. Kind of. Interactive. Um, yeah. Very interesting. So I'm trying to find your Google business profile.
1: Loft Realty.
0: Loft Realty. Oh, so Loft
1: Realty, Delaware. Yeah, if you go to Loft Realty, Delaware, you'll see it.
0: Yeah, I know. I was just trying to do the individual name, but clearly you've got it tied to the brokerage. Okay. Yeah. You're slacking on 462 reviews.
1: Yeah, I know. We actually had 50 removed back in. Oh, what was it? I think it was November. They just went on a purge, and they do that. They take on inactive Gmail accounts or people, and this will happen all the time for everybody, and it's super common. I don't know where the level is where they'll start to purge a little bit, um, but they'll make they'll see like for example, maybe they made that account only to leave you a review, like some people, like they, they'll they make a Gmail account just to leave you the review because they're thankful, but then they'll never use the account ever again. And so that's kind of gets put into a pile of accounts that kind of get purged. So if their just, Gmail is not active, that's a red flag? Correct. Exactly. Correct. And so it, they'll eventually purge it. Um, or if it gets a lot of negative flags, like if it's a fake review, eventually it gets put into the maybe purge pile. We've had one or two fake reviews get removed, which is dope. Um, but- who is somebody
0: managing this for you? Somebody in the uh, brokerage?
1: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't touch it.
0: D- to, so I've been following, listening to Jason Pantana about Google, and I've you know I've talked to various people who own SEO agency, agencies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, my I'm the chief truth teller. Damn it! And so I got to be telling truth. So do you have any insights into like this whole geotagging images and things like that, or is yeah. that somebody else? Because because there's there's some differences of opinion on what. On on whether you're not whether or not geotagging images makes a difference or not. Let's just take that.
1: So here's here's my here's my side on it. Are we at, there's there's fifty percent of my marketing works fifty percent of my marketing doesn't, and I'll never know which one it is. So <laughs> it, there's certain things I do consistently, knowing the results are moving the right direction, and some things are just going to get brought along for the ride. I don't have any physical evidence that showcases. Hey, Google wants to know where the data is. Do I know that Google 100% shows images when I search Delaware that have geotags behind them that say Delaware? Absolutely. I know that's how that works. So do I think that also they could be using that same search criteria that they use for images in actual local search? Absolutely. Um, And as crawlers are going out onto all of the known internet space in microcosms of a second to find the match that's going to best fit what that searcher put in based off locale, past search history, what they're searching for, are they probably going to get every single piece of data they have access to included uploaded photos? I believe so. So we do it. Um, it's a very quick step for my VA. In fact, two times a month, he just takes everything he's going to post, throws it into the uh, little bulk tagger on GeoImager. takes five minutes. Is that five minutes worth one extra search that leads to a deal in two years? Yeah, it's five minutes. So over the course of two years, maybe it's two hours. So one deal per two hours is a solid thing for a VA. Hmm. Um, so I, I'm... Our Google's trending well. Our numbers keep going up. And to be honest with you, if I was to point you in any direction on who to learn from, who to listen to, and just exclusively listen to that person, it's Jason Pantana. He's my personal coach. And my Google My Business is just a Bible of exactly what he says to do.
0: Are you getting calls off of your profile?
1: Uh, More than I could even count, unfortunately. So our office phone rings about 11 to 12 times a day from online search. Our ads um, from Google leads, uh, we're having about 87 conversations a day from our ISA team. Um, And then we're getting two to three straight up just Google review calls to actual agents. So they're finding them in the Loft Realty reviews, looking up the agent specifically, and then calling. And frankly, there may be some I don't even know about because they don't introduce themselves on the phone. Hi, my name is Greg and I was looking up law for Realty and then I found your reviews and now I want to call you. Some just say hi, I need a house <laughs> so um there's definitely ones I don't know about, and that's just marketing so
0: do you see i'm I'm curious if you know anybody's actually using the, the click to call button from the
1: profile oh on Google my business yeah um on average, we're getting about forty two a month um that actually use the button um the thing about the button is it Obviously, is isn't used on desktop or tablet. It's only used on phone. Um, and a lot of people actually will just click through to the website mm-hmm. and, and eventually make a call through another platform. Uh, Google normally isn't the first place someone calls you from unless they have some prior relationship with you in real estate. It's not like a pizza joint. You know They're going to click on, if they're clicking on your profile, they're probably looking at reviews and posts. Oh, they have a Facebook. Let's go over to Facebook. Oh, here's their number. And then they click the number there and you're going to log that in your CRM as they called from this. That's why I don't even track it, honestly, because it's it's not something that's going to make me think, ooh, and what would I do with that information anyway? Make the call button bigger. Well, you can't do that. So (laughs) there's nothing to really do with that data, even if I had reliable one. But like I said, it's like low forties a month usually. And I Couldn't tell you who that's from.
0: I got a stat here from um, the NAR that says 69% of home shoppers who take action on a brand website begin their search with a local term, i.e., right, Delaware Homes for Sale, that type of stuff.
1: Yeah, Delaware Homes for Sale. uh, I have 42 ad groups that are just constantly relearning, and I'm constantly going through new keywords to find new areas that are being searched for. Because here's one thing about Zillow Zillow's macro. I won't sit here and get nerdy on here. That's. That's for me and my clients, but you know, when it comes down to Zillow, the way to beat them is being as micro as possible because they can't beat you where they can't see you. It's it's like the they're the big fat kid that can't see their own feet. Like we're operating at the ground level, we're operating at their feet. But there's a lot of things you can do to be very, 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 very specific about your area that only certain people would even think to search that Zillow's not thinking about. And yeah, that doesn't that's probably not applicable if you're in Manhattan. But if you're in North Dakota, like one of my clients, there's tons of local stuff that people would search for, that Zillow has no clue exists. Are you sending any money
0: to Zillow? No, not a dime. Okay. So I'm just kind of wanted to check where you're, you know, because a lot of agencies.
1: I said not a dime. I don't want to lie. Actually, it's eighty nine dollars. I think that still gets sent to them. Just so we still have a remaining active profile. I think yeah, we pay for like. But you're not a two. fan of Zillow for because of everything they're doing. I, to be angry? honest with you, I'm I'm the least political person you could find. All right. And when it comes down to it, if I can see in the next three to five years, I'm not looking at 10 to 15, because in 10 to 15 years, the CEO of Zillow could be found to have been linked to Epstein and the whole company could crumble mm-hmm. tomorrow. I, so I, I don't care. what their intentions are. If it's not going to affect me in the next three to five years, which it won't, they're not opening up a brokerage to take over real estate industry in the next three to five years. I mean, I know they've opened a brokerage, but they're not affecting our day-to-day lives in the next three to five years, regardless of whether I send them money. All right. If they can provide a lead at a heavy ROI, yeah, I'm giving them money. Absolutely. I would give them money. The reason I'm not giving them money is because I'm giving realtor.com money because they give out shared leads. And frankly, my systems beat everyone else's ass. So I'm happy sharing leads. (laughs) They're getting three emails, a voicemail and a text before the other agents even woken up. And you're using
0: active campaign mostly for that?
1: Active Campaign. We use some of the internal stuff like Follow Up Boss, but most of it does go through. Uh, it gets zapped over to Active Campaign, and that's where the the magic happens because that's built for big e commerce sites. So it has every capability in the world. And I promise you, if you not don't know how to build an action plan and a CRM, don't touch Active Campaign. Please, your mind will blow up.
0: Did you ever do any of the videos like you know coffee shop and the local digital mayor stuff?
1: Hmm. Yeah, plenty. Okay. I think there's a great importance to that.
0: So let's, let's end it up this way. I'm keeping an eye on the clock. Um, yeah. I'm thinking of, of most of my listeners. Most of them are in the mortgage space. We've got some realtors that are coming over, but mostly mortgage loan professionals. Um, they so got four if, minutes, four minutes. So how would you tell them one to three things they could or should do to improve their personal brand and grow their business?
1: That's such a broad question, man. We can do better than that, G. Sorry. Uh, Such a broad question. We need something tactically they can get away with. You know your audience better than I do.
0: One thing they should do on Instagram next week.
1: To do what? To accomplish what?
0: grow, Grow their following engagement and hopefully build some business.
1: I want, I would instead of building business. So here's one thing I would rather than stop tracking altogether stop waiting for the DMs to come, stop tracking your likes, stop tracking your views, start just making content. Pretend no one's looking, just make content. I would say the first thing to do and the thing you can do every day is make stories and make reels. You cannot go wrong with both. One has viral potential, one has only available for 24 hours. So who cares if it sucks? It's a great place to practice. It's a great place to get people's gauge. I use it for tests all the time. I run, I put videos on my stories and put votes and do different things. And they don't even know they're participating in social studies. They have no clue. I'm prepping for an ad campaign and I want to know what their thoughts are on this color versus that. Like, and so I frame it as a game. Like, there's so much information that can be gained. You can go on there and say, Are you thinking of selling your home and cashing out on all this amazing equity? Yes, absolutely. No, but thinking about it. Great. Whichever one you pick, I'm going to DM you. So (laughs) like there's a million different ways to skin the cat, but you got to get out there and do it. And Instagram is a great place to post content, create content and host a community and really be social. That's where TikTok kind of lacks the ability to be social. Um, Their DMing platform sucks. Commenting and notifications are glitchy. Facebook's good for it, but kind of getting outdated. So Instagram is a great middle ground right now. And it's a great place to learn. And frankly, if you only got 48 followers, good. No one's going to see your trashy content until you get it right. Just start doing it. Steph Curry has to put up hundreds of threes a day to be able to shoot the way he shoots. He right. wasn't just born that way. You know, the only way to get better at something is to do it. Owning a treadmill doesn't make you a good runner. All right.
0: Absolutely. Love it. That was a, whew, that was a nothing but net three pointer. Way to go out. Right, so <laughs> we're going to put the links in the show notes to all the different places, the TikTok, the Instagram, Zachary.loft. If you want to follow him right now, dude, can't thank you enough so much. I know you're super busy. I appreciate you tons, man.
1: My guy, appreciate you, and uh, we'll 100% do something like this again, all right? For
0: sure. I'm sure I'll see you at an event in the near future. I know you got to jump. Thanks a lot. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, My guy. Now. Appreciate you. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, if you like this episode, please leave us a review. That helps us reach more people and bring more good value and content to you, our listeners. And then don't forget, if you are a loan officer, who wants more agent referrals in less time. Be sure to check out the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership at mortgagemarketing.pro and learn more about our turnkey system of agent classes that puts you front and center of your local real estate agents, attracting agents instead of chasing them and getting agent referrals like clockwork every single month. Just like Carrie Cobb, who her first year in the business with closing over 75 loans, achieved 40% of those 75 loans exclusively from agent classes. And if you want to learn how she did it and how you can do it too, once again, go to mortgagemarketing.pro and I'll see you over there. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.